Hey friends, guess what? I've got a new book coming out from Llewellyn Worldwide on March 8th called Heal Your Ancestors to Heal Your Life. This book is based on something I call genealogical regressions because sometimes when I'm working with clients, I go into their past lives and I realize this is not the source event of the challenge. We need to send light and love to ancestors in order to make our lives the wonderful places that we want to be. So I hope you'll check out my new book and stay tuned for class announcements, book signings, and more as March gets closer. Heal Your Ancestors to Heal Your Life coming March 8th from Llewellyn Worldwide. To say thank you for ordering my book, if you will please email me a copy of your receipt, I will give you a gift, which is a recording of a journey down your mother's ancestral line that's taken straight out of the book. You'll travel with your mom's higher self, go to an event in the past on her family tree that needs to be healed. It's a really powerful journey. And so I'll send you the audio recording if you will just send me an email. So when you buy the book, forward your receipt. My email address is Shelly at ShellyCare.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y at Shelly Care, which is S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-K-A-E-H-R.com. It's a little gift to say thank you so much for supporting my book. The Healing Arts Program is not intended as a substitute for consultation with a licensed medical or mental health professional. The listener should regularly consult a physician, or mental health professional in matters relating to his or her health, and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. This program provides content related to educational, medical, and psychological topics. As such, listening to the program implies your acceptance of this disclaimer. Welcome to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Kerr. Hey, my dear. I hope you had a wonderful week. So it's daylight savings time today, <laughs> which is not really one of my favorites. Um, I'm hoping I live in Texas, and so our legislature likes to talk about ridding us of daylight savings time, but they never put it up to a vote. But if we ever get to vote on that, my friend, I am voting it out. And anyway, so I just got back from an amazing trip out of my town. I flew out to Boulder Colorado, and I was at the Gaia studio recording an episode of Beyond Belief with George Norrie. 
It was amazing. It was so, it was almost surreal. I mean, I have known George for 16 years, but I've never met him face to face. And it was really wonderful. He's amazing. Um, everybody at Gaia was really, really cool and wonderful. The thing is, it was exciting to just add a little bit to the drama was that they were getting ready to have that big blizzard. And so I literally got out on the last flight yesterday morning before flights started getting um, postponed and canceled. And now the whole place is under snow and they're having a really severe storm right now. So it was just a once in a lifetime. It was an amazing event. I don't know when the episode is going to air, but believe me, I will keep you posted. Um, we talked about all kinds of things. I thought we were going to talk about heal your ancestors to heal your life, but we ended up talking about all kinds of things. And it was just a complete joy, and I loved it. The whole Gaia experience aside, that was like amazing. But the other amazing thing was just getting out of the cage. I did not even know how to behave. I mean, just walking around Boulder, because I was there before the snow started. There was, you know, it was dry and the weather was lovely. And I was just walking around downtown and I was just going into stores. I was talking to people. I sat in a restaurant and had food for the first time since March of 2020. That was the last time I actually ate inside a restaurant. I could not believe it. It was, it was unbelievable. It was so joyful. And yet also Colorado has still been really, really locked down. And so the restaurants um, were only up to 50% capacity at this point. So everybody was just so happy to see me or, you know, see any customers, you know, I mean, it was just such a miracle. And the little shop owners, God bless these people, you know, they are working so hard just to try to keep their businesses open. So I did some retail therapy. I didn't need any of that stuff, but you know, you just want to help people out. My gosh. But just eating out and getting out in public, it was just, um, it was a joy. And I just cannot say enough about how happy that made me. Speaking of joy, so, you know, I am trying to meet people since we've been locked up for a year now, which is hard to believe it's been a whole year. And so in this episode today, um, a while back, I had recorded an interview with my audiobook narrator because I'd never actually met her face to face. So I don't want to spoil all the surprises, but um, it was really cool how I met her. And over the course of the last year, since we've been in lockdown, um, her and I have produced several of my titles for Audible. And so you can get those in audiobook. I happen to adore audiobooks, especially when I used to get to drive around a lot more than I have been lately, because it's just so nice just to listen. It's it's easier on the eyes, so you can just listen. And Casey does a really awesome job. So this is kind of just a fun extra. Um, as I move into season six, what I'm trying to do is bunch up my interviews, depending on what kind of genre we're talking about. And I happen to have a lot of friends also who are fiction writers and do different kinds of eclectic things, which I still consider to be in the umbrella of healing arts. So Casey will start this. We'll have some other fiction writer friends of mine and some other interesting people to talk to in season six. And then meanwhile, um, I had just aired my 
fabulous interview with the wonderful Neil Donald Walsh. And so that is still running in season five. So those are more of my metaphysical celebrity interviews. And then I'm going to need to start another new season just for me to continue to talk to you about different things that are on my mind concerning books that I've written. So so this is kicking off season six, and you're going to hear from some fiction writers and other things. I hope you enjoy it. Um, if you do have guest suggestions, I am taking those. So you can email me at Shelley. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y at ShellyCare.com. Um, I have actually booked some of the guests so far that my listeners have requested. So I'm open to that. Mainly, we're just exploring all kinds of different uh, creators, content creators, and of course, um, some of the leaders in spirituality. We want to talk to them also as well. Just as long as we're having fun, we're enjoying it, and that's what I hope you are doing. I know I have enjoyed this very, very much. So settle in and let's check out my interview with my friend and audiobook narrator, Casey Arnold. Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of Healing Arts. So I want to introduce you to people who I want to be introduced to. And so today we're going to talk to my audiobook narrator, Casey Arnold. Casey, welcome to Healing Arts. Hi, thank you. All right. So one of the reasons why I wanted to have Casey on the show is because her and I have been doing audiobooks together on Audible for several months now, and we've talked on the phone, but we've never seen each other. So that's one thing I'm loving about Zoom, you know. Mm -hmm. And so what happened, I want, before we have our little conversation here, I wanted to talk about, you know, I had thought for many years that I was going to go ahead and record my own audiobooks. And I have quite a few books out there and they were just sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. And earlier this year during the pandemic, I just thought, you know, I really need to get this going and I'm, I'm just not going to do it anymore. I need to find somebody else to do it. And so I go into this platform where I can see different narrators and I looked around for a minute, looked at a couple of people. I left, I went to do something else. And then when I came back to it, there was Casey right there. I listened to your voice, Casey. It's your, really, you have an incredible voice. And I thought, if I don't get this girl now, she will not be available for later. So you are awesome. And I just immediately, I heard, I need to pick you. And when we first started working together, um, we had done, we were doing a couple of books at first, but I really knew from the very beginning that I was probably going to ask you to do all of them for me because I like the idea that they sound consistent. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to, I guess, start off by asking you, so tell us about like what you do. You were telling me where you work and everything now. And then how did you decide to, to get into the audiobook business? Well, you know, about two years ago, I was thinking to myself that I really need to try to set up some kind of retirement plan. And I couldn't think of anything that I wanted to do as like a second job or a way to make more money. And so <laughs> I've been a lifelong reader. I read constantly, thousands and thousands of books. And 
you know, I started doing a little research on how to narrate audiobooks. And I thought to myself, well, first of all, it's not as easy as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> you have to pretty much learn how to become an audio engineer. And I had no idea that that was involved. Um, so I did a lot of research, did a lot of learning, took a lot of classes online and figured out how to do the engineering part of it first. Um, then I just, I found ACX online and I started putting in auditions for different books. And turns out that I got quite a few that accepted my audition and went from there. And I have to tell you, if I could go back and change a few of those first ones, I would. <laughs> knowing what I know now, but, um, Girl, that's life, you know, in all areas. <laughs> it's definitely a learning process. I mean, even to this day, after two years, every book I work on, um, a little bit more, a little bit more, um, editing, filtering, you know, trying to make it sound better. You know, there's a few of yours in the beginning that I would love to go back and redo. <laughs> so, hey, but anyway, yeah. And, and, you know, when you contacted me, I, and I can't remember, I, I think I might have auditioned for Livestream. I'd have to go so. back and look. I think sure I might have. Yeah. And I think that that's where you might have found me. I'm not sure. I can't remember now. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember because that's what people need to realize. I mean, we are cranking it out. I mean, yes. I think there's like 30 of them and I haven't even honestly, I haven't sent everything to you even yet. And I've got a new series that's getting ready to come out. So yeah, oh. and I want people to know, yeah, I have to concur with what Casey's saying is, you know, it is not easy to do what you do. I have gone on to ACX. And for those who don't know what that is, like Amazon, you know, they own everything in this world. Mm -hmm. And so they own Audible, which is where you're mm -hmm. getting your audiobooks, And then ACX is a platform where the creators and the content creators go to meet. Mm -hmm. I have taken their universities, I've taken the classes and started trying to play with it. But the audio engineering is super, super difficult. They're incredibly um, picky, which I mean, I'm glad we want high quality products, but what right. is not easy and mm -hmm. there's just absolutely no way. I just feel so happy that you're my partner in this because there's just no way I could do all of this by myself. Absolutely. Oh. You know what? I appreciated you doing this with me so much. I thought to myself, the first time I heard your voice, actually heard your voice, I thought, why isn't she narrating her own books? Because you have a great voice. And then, you know, with just knowing a little bit more about you now, I'm thinking, well, she's so incredibly busy. When would she have the time <laughs> to do this? So if I, I could I think do it and wouldn't have to engineer it. If I could just babble. Yeah. I mean, you know that yeah. I don't have a problem with that, but yeah. Um, it was going to get too time consuming, you know, and mm -hmm. the other thing is I thought about that actually, because even if I had the engineering studio, like I teach a lot of classes and I've got mm -hmm. my YouTube channel and my stuff. So I still want people to come to my classes mm -hmm. <laughs> and since yeah. my books are a class, then, you know, they mm -hmm. can enjoy the class with you, but if they want to come over here, they can come over here too. Right. Right. I don't know. Well, I love your books. Um, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times in the past couple of years now. Has it been that long? No, it hasn't been a couple of years. I'd say about a year, but uh, <laughs> that your name has come up around our family gatherings. It is so funny. It is so funny. <laughs> My husband, you know, we'll be, we'll be at dinner, you know, talking about one subject or another. And I'll say, well, you know, Shelly said in her last book 
And he just kind of looks at me and says, what again? <laughs> I'm like, you know, I, it just, you know, I, I had never, uh, you know, I had never actually really done any kind of research or investigation into the types of things that you write about. And so just being able to narrate them has been, I mean, your books are very thought provoking. They're easy to read and understand. And I know you laugh at me because you, you talk to me about these weird words and weird concepts and ideas, but I love them. I absolutely love them. So oh you I mean, the words that I say, like I used to think they were normal, but I'm realizing once I met Casey that maybe, maybe I really am weirder than I thought. I'm talking about all kinds of stuff that makes no sense. Nobody can pronounce it. Oh, you know, it's, you know, it's funny too, because it's usually the simple words that, that we think that, well, to give you an example. So how many times have you been reading something to yourself and you look at a word and you know what that word sounds like in your mind. And, but you've never had the occasion to say it out loud before. You've read it in books and right. you, know, you know what the word means, but you've never used it in normal conversation. And so, yeah, the internet is my best friend. As I'm, as I'm narrating, I have howtopronounce.com and dictionary.com up in the corner where I can stop and make sure that I'm pronouncing it correctly. And you know, you know the word I have the most problem with. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, as an author, I need to do some editing. Why do I even use the word similarly? I mean, that's probably not even needed. But yeah, that's Casey's favorite word. Very exciting. Um, the other thing, uh, though, that you're teaching me is that, yeah, you know what? I'm writing this stuff. I've never said some of this stuff out loud either. And so I have to also go research because I'm going, wait a minute, I'm making a note because I'm reviewing the book and I'm thinking, I don't know if what I'm getting ready to tell her is even correct. And a lot of times it isn't. I don't even know how to pronounce this crazy stuff. And then I thought, what's the likelihood that I found someone who is even willing to read this crazy stuff. I mean, this is incredible. Not everybody, somebody would have, some people would have thrown their Bibles at me and told me to go jump in the lake by now, I'm sure. Oh, You've been very open-minded and it's like, been a lot of fun. Like I said, I, you know, my family I, and I have all mixes, you know, we have, my husband was a, a very strictly raised Protestant. And so we love, I, oh, you should hear the debates we get into now. <laughs> because I'm reading some of your books, which I think is wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. And I, I've just, I've learned a lot. I'm having fun narrating them. Your writing is very easy to read. And it, it almost sounds, most of the books to me sound more like a conversation. Like you're actually speaking to the, the reader personally. And it just makes it a lot easier, a lot easier. So, and, and I love the fact that a lot of your books are at the length where somebody could be working out or commuting, going to work, and they can really listen to most of the book, if not all the book, while they're doing that one thing. Um, they don't have to stop and put it down and then start again later. So it's just, I, I, think that, I think that all of your books should be on audio, and I want to do all of them. <laughs> I want you to do all of them. That would be great. I just, I just saw online that you were doing a new series on past lives with pets, I believe. Yes. Me out soon. And I was looking yeah. at that, showing it to my family and going, look at these books she's got coming out. I can't wait for yes. those to come my way. Yes, <laughs> so. the, the pet one is through my other publisher. So 
you're, um, Casey is handling all of my um, out of this world publishing imprint books that are the ones that mm -hmm. I do myself. So I wish we could do that. I would beg my uh, to let me do that one. Well, but yeah, it's a fun one. You've got I've plenty, got of, other plenty of others right now. So <laughs> mark my words, my friend, they're coming. The yes. other interesting thing was um, one day Casey needed to know how to pronounce Edgar Casey because I was talking about my books that I have written for the Edgar Casey Foundation. And I don't know why I felt compelled to send you a dissertation about with the phonetic spelling of Casey. And I'm like, uh, why not just tell her uh, it's your name, girl? Okay, just go with it. You know, I don't know why I'm having, you know, issue. <laughs> you know, we've had a lot of interesting times so far, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think the most difficult one that I've had to do so far is Origins of Huna. Uh, Oh, yes. Um, Casey just got done doing my book, Huna Basics. Mm -hmm. And I kept thinking to myself, now, did I send you Origins? And then I remembered, no, I didn't, because I didn't scare you to death, because it's so mm -hmm. difficult. But um, yeah, that one's in queue. We've got tons of different ones coming out. Yes. And then like, yes. I have still more on my computer, and I'm just pulling them out as I find them. And then yeah. I've got a new book coming out on December 10th that will be forthwith into your inbox on Egyptian mm -hmm. energy healing. Wow. Far out weirdness, <laughs> um, to say the That's least. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. I, uh, you know, I think um, Origins of Huna, I know it's still in queue. I don't mean, I, you probably, I thought to myself, this is gonna take her a while to review this one because of all the different Hawaiian names. <laughs> and, you know, I lived in Hawaii for six years when my ex-husband was military. And so you would, that. yeah, you would think that I would have a little easier time just, you know, because I had heard some of those things, but boy, I tell you the history with the King's names and the, the Queen's names and the <laughs> everything, I think I was stopping to try to find, and I'm searching the internet. How do you say this? And how do you say that? So we'll see. <laughs> the thing is, I'm not going to really, I can't. I realized I can't really edit you too much on that because I had to find out, like I said, the hard way too many times that you've done the research and me don't know how to say anything. So, because I've never said these things before either, girlfriend. So, you know, we're going to go with it probably. Right. And I, I have to say also, you know, we've done a lot of my gem books. We've got a lot of the covers here behind me and you're doing a great job with the pronunciation of gemstones because those are very freakish as well or Pythagoras and all this other crazy stuff. So I mean, I'm, I'm getting more and more impressed, girl. You're getting better and better. Thank you. I had, yeah, it's, you know, again, thank goodness for the internet because, you know, you can find just about anything online and listen to the pronunciation of it. Um, there's been a few that, you know, I think maybe the pronunciation online is not quite correct, but, you know, if I don't say it right, I'm sure you'll let me know. <laughs> If I even know what I'm talking about. Thank you. I, I'm thinking to myself, my God, I've been teaching some of these workshops for years, pronouncing these things wrong. <laughs> and I don't even know if I could fix such an embedded habit, even if I tried, you know. Probably not, but I'm sure they understand <laughs> what you're saying. Surprise. Whoops. I guess well, I just think of Think of it this way the next time you come to tucson for a gem show hopefully there will be one next year it got canceled this year so mm -hmm. i'll just have to meet you there so you can show me all the different gems and minerals 
and maybe I'll be able to pronounce some of them. <laughs> yeah, you'll know more about it than I will. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. Yeah, because you live in Tucson, which is one of the greatest cities on earth. I love it. So do you go to the gem show regularly or not so much? You know, I haven't gone regularly lately. I used to go every year when it came. Um, I've been here for about 20, 24 years now. Mm. Um, and used to go to it all the time. Uh, had a couple of friends that were really involved in gems and minerals and, and had a great time there. I just, I haven't been in probably the past five or six years. So I need to go again. I'm actually, now that, again, you know, a lot of the things that I've been reading kind of opened my eyes to some things. So I'm excited to go when it comes back. Yeah, I haven't even been in a while. I used to go every year. So mm -hmm. this world that yeah. we're living in now um, is very strange. But I think also you and I have had this conversation ourselves about that it's really opening up the world in new ways and particularly in audiobooks because these are just going mm -hmm. like gangbusters now because people need more things to do they need content you know yes and i was never a huge fan of audiobooks you know because i'm such a again i read constantly um my husband teases me because my work schedule is i work a day job um, and then I get home and, and, you know, piddle around for a bit. And then I'm, I'm in my studio until probably nine, 10 o'clock every night. And then at least six hours a day, every weekend, um, Saturday and Sunday. So, and then when I go to bed, I still read to go to sleep. And so he teases me constantly because he's like, how can you, you know, right now I have 57 books available for sale on Audible. And he thinks, you know, I haven't read 57 books in 10 years, you know, in <laughs> 10 years. How did, how did you, how did you read and narrate all those books? Plus you want to come to bed and read to go to sleep. And so I tell him, you know, well, you know, the narrating is, is work and, and reading is for pleasure. So um, I was never a huge fan of audiobooks because I love to read so much. Uh, but, you know, I, I know the importance of it for people who, who don't love to read and um, who can't read. And I think it's a great, it's, you know, the more I've learned about it, I just think it's a wonderful market for that. So, and I think it will reach so many more people having the audiobooks. So it's just been really exciting. You know, it's, it's a great, I love doing something that I love to do. So. I love that you love it. And I, I agree. I've had some clients um, over the past 20 years who are actually blind and they would just literally mm -hmm. be begging me to record mm -hmm. my books. And but after mm -hmm. failed attempts, I just said, I can't do it. So I was very happy to let them know about our books because yeah. they didn't and I used to really be a fan of audiobooks, but mainly when I actually got in my car and I used to drive across the country. I'd go, usually I'd go rent them from the library and get like four or five because, you know, you never know. I like this book. I don't right. like it as well. And just kind of listen to a fiction novel or something um, mm -hmm. without just having to stare at a screen. But I don't normally, I, I guess because of my age, like I, I'm not connected to my little phone and my device like mm -hmm. oh, these young 20 year olds are, but I could see where mm -hmm. it would be incredibly appealing to just yeah. be able to put your headphones on and just go about your business listening to stuff so yeah it's it's amazing how many people are actually doing that now um like I said working out you know I my daughter she has a full-time job and then sometimes she'll clean houses vacant houses on the side and 
she told me that she just puts her earphones in and she listens while she cleans. I, you know, I've started listening just to kind of get an idea of um, what other people sound like and um, things like that. I've started buying some just to listen in my car. And, you know, it's, I, I've heard a lot of that too. People commuting to work and they listen to audiobooks. So it's a lot more popular than I thought at the beginning. Absolutely. So, I, I don't know if there's going to be as much commuting to work anymore, though. I think a lot of people right. are either now they're going to start working at home or and then some mm -hmm. of them are maybe never going back. I know. Very strange. <laughs> I think some yes. changes have been made this year that, um, you know, we're just not going to go back to how things used to be to a certain degree, which is yeah. good in this in this kind yeah. of thing we're talking about for sure. Yeah, I was lucky. My day job, I work in a very small office. There's only four of us here. You know, they, the, the real estate company that's attached to our maintenance company. It's just a very small company. And we live in, I actually live in Sayurita, Arizona, which is about 20 miles outside of Tucson. And so it, it's just a, it's very relaxed and easygoing. And we haven't had to do the whole mask mandate here at our office because it is so small. So been able to go to work every day, luckily. And uh, yeah, it, because yes, you, you guys know, are your own family. Like you guys are your own bubble at work. We are, we are, we really are. <laughs> so, and they're very, they're just, it's, it's just been, you know, I'm so thankful to, uh, to be able to do this. And, you know, any other job that I had before this would have never allowed me to get into narrating and audiobooks because Oh my goodness, I was in the real estate industry and then the mortgage industry and was working 60, 70 hours a week just doing that. So this allows me to do do what I want to do. <laughs> Hopefully my five-year retirement plan will happen for me. <laughs> At the rate you're going, I say yes, it's yes. going to happen. <laughs> yes. Yes. So... <laughs> You also are narrating fiction and all kinds of different books right now, correct? I am. I am. I have, let's see, right now we have 18 of yours are on Audible, are on Audible right now. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> I didn't realize we had that many already. <laughs> I know, we really do. So there's 18. Um, the most recent one that was just, just went on sale today, I believe, was um, Beyond Reality, which Surprise. by the way. I absolutely loved that book for some reason. It gave me great comfort. So I, I, I that several of yours have, but that one, I really like that one. How did it comfort you? Um, you know, I get into these debates with my family and, and, and you know, I think that a lot of your work has made me not feel so alone. Does that make sense? In other words, a lot of your work talks about how everything is connected. And, you know, everyone, I think, goes through a time in their life where they feel like they're alone. And it, it just, there's so many things in some of your books that just make me feel like we're more connected than I ever knew. And so it, it's just, it's been great. It's been a good experience. Thank so it doesn't feel like a job. <laughs> I just feel like we've got a very synergetic partnership here and um, there's mm -hmm. like I said there's many more where this came from because I'm still trying yeah. to pull them all out of the door so I'm excited about it yes and, um, yeah. I just I think it's kind of um, you know those those spirit guides and all that divine intervention that came in and said 
it just literally said, there she is. I saw your picture. Whoops, now I'm <laughs> slipping into the ethers. Um, anyway, I don't know. I just knew you were the right person to do this. Mm -hmm. Well, so you cool. know, it, it's really strange because, you know, you probably couldn't have picked um, a more different person. I mean, I've never really thought about some of the things that you've written about and talked about and um, everything from the healing books to, you know, the reincarnation and the past life regression and all of that, you know, never really investigated any of that. So you definitely made a new, you know, you have a new follower <laughs> in me because, wow. you, well, it, it just, a lot of times you come across those books and, you know, they're okay. They, it's, it's, it's too technical. There's too, you know, that's why I like your books because they're, they're short, they're easy to understand, they're easy to read, but you know, they're very thought provoking. So yeah, got a new fan. <laughs> Thank you. I'll tell you what, like when I'm talking about this stuff, the only reason why I wrote these is because I was having difficult times. And these are a lot of the ways I tried to figure things out, but I'm not setting out to recruit people to my ways, but um, oh, I know <laughs> going, my God, what have you done to Casey? No, Got not at all. End. Yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I have been that way you know, for most of my life. I've been that way. And I, 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 you know, have a very open mind and, and lots of questions and things like that. So, you know, my family is not surprised at all, but you know, they just, they, it's interesting because like I said, your name has come up quite a bit around our dinner table <laughs> in a good surprise, way. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> the thing I like about you, I want to say also is, and, and another reason why I think it was better to have you do them is because I can talk really fast sometimes. I've tried to slow down, but I feel like in an audio book, you know, you need to enunciate and go slowly so people can digest when you don't have a visual input. You're just, it's in the audio. And I, I love the sound of your voice. It's very multi-dimensionally pitched and just mm -hmm. very steady, wonderful pronunciation. I mean, it sounds really pleasing. And I, think, I feel like it in that way, it's better even than if I was doing it myself. Because if they want to hear me babble, you know, <laughs> hello, I mean, you can come out to my YouTube channel, but I think if you really are trying to learn something, I think that's another reason why I'm happy with the decision I made to, to you know, definitely to give it to you, but to even pass it on at all. I think it was a good choice. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It's always nice to get good feedback. <laughs> I feel like, oh, I, you know, when I'm reading, well, I guess the other thing that's been such a gift, you know, I wrote a lot of this stuff 20 years ago. And so I'm mm -hmm. still teaching a lot of classes now um, virtually, thanks to the pandemic. Um, and I'm needing to come back to things I thought about a long time ago. And it seems like just as we're rolling through some of the production, I have to review the audiobook and approve it or make changes or whatever. So I go, oh, I'm so busy. I don't know if I have time for this. And something's just saying, just go lay down, put the headphones on and check it out. And it's reminding me of things that I hadn't thought of in a while. And sometimes I honestly don't even remember writing those things. <laughs> and you're so relaxing to listen to. I, I just found it kind of really like a really multidimensional experience. I, I can't even believe, I don't know who I, I've always felt, I guess, that I have guides who are helping me write, or maybe I'm just taking dictation, because some of the stuff when I'm reading it, it sounds totally new to me. 
it's helping my teaching now because I can say, you know, I haven't changed that much over the years in terms of what I actually believe or how I'm going to come across. And, and listening to you has been really beneficial to me. It's always the right moment. I was listening um, right before Halloween. I was doing my podcast. This is when I was just doing it on my own before I started having guests. Mm -hmm. And something you you had sent over the proofing of the book Damned, the True Tales of the oh. <laughs> which is a book that I've really always kind of had a problem with because it's it's kind of you know spooky and a little weird. Mm -hmm. And I saw it came through right when I was going to record my Halloween episode, and I thought, oh my gosh, okay. So I was getting I need to sit down and listen to it. I had forgotten about a lot of that weird stuff. And so I was able to tell a few spook stories during my Halloween show. But, you know, just even being reminded of things that I forgot about, it's been incredibly helpful. And it's brought me a lot of peace in a different way. And so I thank you for that. Oh, well, my pleasure. <laughs> and we're just getting this party started, girlfriend. I can tell you that. So we go oh, a journey together. Yes. No, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's, um, you're probably the only nonfiction, um, but your books are probably some of the only nonfiction books that I'm doing now. I, um, I didn't realize, and, and, you know, it's almost like, it's almost like it's a break for me to come to do one of your books. And the reason I say that is because narrating the fiction books is, is a lot more difficult, actually. I didn't realize you, you, you pretty much have to be an actress to, to do this. You know, some of these yes. books have, have hundreds of characters and, you know, you want to, you want to differentiate the different voices and accents and, you know, is it a man, is it a woman, you know, that kind of thing. And you might've gotten a little bit of that when I was reading some of your case studies, because I tried to kind of make them sound a little different, <laughs> whether it was a, a woman or a man. Um, but it, it was, it's difficult. It's a lot more prep, a lot more mistakes, you know, believe it or not. And plus the fact that you're trying to tell a story and get a, a, a listener involved in the story. So whenever I have these long involved fiction books, it's, you know, there's lots of times that I'll stop it and I'll take the weekend and I'll grab one of yours and say, this is going to be a nice, pleasant narrating experience for me. So I think I'm just going to put the fiction over here and I'm going to get one of Shelly's books and I'm going to work on that. So yeah, it, it's, it's, um, I, you know, if I could just have all of the books like yours, it would be a much easier job. <laughs> about we've talked about how short my books are and you know mm -hmm. some people like that some people don't but I guess that would make you feel like at least you're able to knock something out because yeah, yeah the novels are long and I could definitely see where that would be like becoming an actress and putting on mm -hmm. all the heads of all the characters that would be very very challenging I can imagine thank goodness I'm in the privacy of my own studio and you know <laughs> no one can see me <laughs> Got voices in her head too. She's not really quite as nerve. Yeah, not quite as nerve wracking. Although you know, my husband is a you know he tends to burst into the room every once in a while just to see if he can scare me because he's like that. <laughs> 
And so there are a few audios that I have that don't have some very choice words on them that I've had to edit. But <laughs> other than that, and then, you know, of course, I have the dog barking at the bag blowing down the street or, you know, <laughs> something like that. So, um, you know, it, it just, I don't know. I just, I can't imagine having a better choice of career going into this next stage of my life. I just turned 50 this year. So um, I just, I, I couldn't imagine, ha you know, choosing a better career to try to do. And I'm just the kind of person that, you know, I decide to do something and I'm just going to give everything I have to try to get this thing accomplished and get it done and, and become the best I can be at it. Um, so hopefully it takes me where I want to go. I guess it's just a matter of just, you know, sticking with it. I've been writing for so long, but I'm always doing other things on the side, whether it's teaching mm -hmm. or other various strange things. But the pandemic has really, um, you know, it's canceled my travel schedule. It's brought me into complete focus on just the writing. And part of, it, it sounds weird, but I actually feel for the first time that I'm actually making a living as a writer. I mean, not that I wasn't before, but this is all I'm really doing right now is just writing and teaching about the things I'm writing about. And a big part of it also is the the production of the audiobooks because it is I, I don't think people realize how much time even, you know, I spend quite a lot of time reviewing them or designing these covers, which I was looking at these and I'm going, I think I like blue. I don't know. I'm starting to get a clue. <laughs> Maybe I like blue. That's be your favorite color. <laughs> I didn't notice it until I put this slide together today, but hey, you know, there you go. But it's it's made me feel more um, like, wait a minute, I'm going to make it as a writer, maybe. <laughs> what? Yeah. This is awesome, girl. We're doing this. It's happening. Yeah. I think it's just yeah. about every day. You just get up, you just do it, you know, and then mm -hmm. eventually you're down the road going, wow, I did it because I didn't, you know, second guess myself. And I, it's got to be the same with audiobooks. You've got a whole collection under your belt and there's going to be more where that came from. So keep it going. Thank you. Yeah, it's, I agree with you. It's, it's like I said, it was, it's a lot more time consuming than just picking up a book and reading into a microphone. Um, usually for about, for about a one, I'm going to just say a one hour book will usually take a full eight to 10 hours to do everything for. And so when I get some of these fiction books or, you know, I have one that I'm working on right now that the total production time finished is 16 hours. And so that particular book will take me probably a month to a month and a half to actually get it, you know, to where I can send it back and, and have them review it. Oh so, God. yeah. And I, you know, I, it, I, maybe if I could do it full time, you know, it might be a little easier, but, um, it's I'm, I'm sort of doing it full time now. My husband has been wonderful. You know, he barely sees me. <laughs> he brings me wine into my studio when Yay. I'm stressed. But, um, you know, we haven't really traveled. We haven't really did. Of course. And so the pandemic, you know, it's um, can't go anywhere anyway, really. So it's I've actually put a lot more time into it in this past since the pandemic started than I did than I was doing before but it's okay. You work hard and, and you get what you want in the end, I believe. I think so. Cause like, yeah, it's the same thing. If you're locked up, which we all are, 
Mm -hmm. Might as well just work all the time. You know, we'll get back to vacationing next year. But meanwhile, it feels like, you know, we're really accomplishing something because we're getting a lot done. Yes. But I do want to reiterate, yes, what you're saying is I know full well how long it takes to produce an hour of audio. I think people like to go, well, that's ridiculous. I can do that. Mm Yeah, Mm -hmm. right. Just good luck trying. You know, it's the same thing, even even with writing a book. I mean, everybody can do it, but it does take a while. But the audio is very complicated. And uh, like I said, it was it was above my pay grade. (laughs) And see, I, I, you know, my daughter, my daughter came in one time and I said, here, try, try it. Just, just open this book and read a paragraph into the microphone. And she's got a beautiful voice, very soothing voice. And um, she was telling me, she goes, oh, it can't be that hard. It can't be that hard. And I said, okay, well, try it. And so she sat down and she, she got in front of the microphone and it was all of a sudden like she was on a stage in front of a thousand people. She just froze. She starts reading and she's stumbling and she's, she can't, she can't get the words right. And, and she put it down and she goes, okay, never mind. <laughs> I don't want to do this. So, okay, goodbye. you know, but, and you know, there's been many times because I am such a great, I, I, I can't tell you how many books I've read, but you know, there's always been a part of me that would love to be able to, to, to write, to actually write something. And, you know, I sat down, I don't know, maybe eight or nine years ago, you know, and started to try to write something. And I thought, no, this is, you know, as much of a reader as I am, you would think that I would maybe be, get some kind of clue of how to write. And so I'm so envious of writers because I just don't know how you guys have it flow from your brain to the, I guess, computer now <laughs> and, and have it sound so natural. So, you know, I, I think, um, I, I, I think writing is more of a natural talent for, for some. I do. I, I really mean, don't think that. No, I don't know if you, oh. have you narrated nonfiction formula yet. I have. You have? I have. I did. I really believe that, you know, I was a horrible writer. Really? I really had to work at this. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. then... I guess we did that one a long time ago, but yeah, I'm, I'm not the best. I mean, I'm getting better, but maybe it's mm-hmm. a craft, but for some reason it's like, I'm, it's an obsession. Like, um, mm-hmm. I just can't not do it. I don't know why. <laughs> So, but I've had to work very hard at it. Yeah, yeah. Well, then it's like all things in life, I guess. (laughs) So, I feel like incompetence at this point. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you would know better than anyone, and you know, actually, I've talked to other authors who probably feel the same way you do. That, you know, it it just seems like. But then again, I shouldn't even say that because people come to me and say, oh, narrating has got to be so easy. You just pick up a microphone and do it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So yeah, I guess the same with plenty. <laughs> What's that? That's the magical illusion that everyone, yes. I guess everyone looks at every other thing that other people are doing though and thinks, well, pff, come on. you know. And then you get in there and try it and you're going, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know about this. I don't know. Do I want to commit to this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you are a joy. Um, we have many, many more projects to come. And so tell us, um, I think you started a blog, right? Tell us how we can get a hold of your blog and your website and any other information you would like to share with these viewers in TV land. 
Sure. So I have a website. It's www.leelovestoread.com. So my middle name is Lee, L-E-I-G-H, um, leelovestoread.com. And then my full name is Cassandra Arnold, and that's what I narrate under. So if you go to my website, you can click on my Audible link, and it'll bring up all the books we have for sale, all of your books and everything else I've done. On my website, I did a blog. Um, gosh, I wish I could commit more time to it, and I need to start doing that. Um, just finding the time to do all of this is, is challenging. But... Uh, so I blog about all different kinds of things. You know, I've been blogging lately about this big controversy going on with, with Amazon and Audible right now and, and um, the return policy and that kind of thing, um, which we're actually getting somewhere with. <laughs> the indie authors and narrators are, are putting up a fight on that. So if you want to know more about that, it's on my blog. And I'm just yeah. trusting that I feel grateful that I have you doing that because you've pointed out a few of these things to me that I probably would have just been oblivious to. So, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I, we had talked about doing the bundles, like the bundles, for example. Yes. And, you know, the main reason to do a bundle would be because a lot of people who are members of Audible get one free credit a month when they have a subscription with them. And a lot of them don't want to spend their credit on a very short book. They want to get a 14, 15 hour book. So they'll be more apt to use their credit on a bundle series. So maybe that'll be coming sometime in the next year or so with yours. Because you have quite a yeah, I need to push the button and then well, we'll be able to we bundle. Quite, yeah. So I keep all my files so it's easy to do. But um you know, your Pythagorean healing series, you know, I, when I just, I just finished with stars. Yes. And that, I think that is headed to retail here pretty soon. Um, it's in the queue as completed. So, um, but I noticed in your introduction to that one that you were thinking that maybe you had quite a few books coming in that series. So, you know, that's, that's great. I mean, bundling those would be good. You have lots of different books that have similar concepts in them that you could put together and I think your readers would love it yes we'll do it yes. I do it so but I agree um, because then that way they'd have several hours worth of several books to use mm -hmm. on their audible credit so. yeah yeah so anyway if you go to audible and you search Cassandra Arnold um, you'll see all of my books on audible and iTunes they're available on iTunes as well um, those are the only two platforms. I mean, those are the main platforms right now. There's lots of different little groups for, um, for indie, we call them indie publishers, indie authors. Um, and the reason being is, you know, there's, there's several major publishing companies in the United States. They have all of their own thing going on. You know, they, they hire narrators and, um, I don't haven't figured out how to break into that business yet, but I'm doing okay with the indie stuff. So it's popular. Yes. Lots of people are buying it. Yeah. I, um, I've had my publishing imprint for about 20 years also. And a couple of my really big publishers are not interested in audiobooks. So some of my bigger titles will not ever see the audible mm -hmm. world. So that actually for me, is a motivator, especially for the books that I'm teaching personally, 
Mm -hmm. um, that I do want to independently publish them through my imprint so that I can get them onto Audible because it just gives so many more options to people like we've talked about. So um, mm -hmm. lots more coming, but I, I also like the mix of, yeah, I've got a couple publishers and then I've mm -hmm. got our going on. I think all of it together, it helps kind of get the word out about different things as well. And so the other place you can find Cassandra's uh, work, if you click on Past Life Lady, click on the book link, that'll take you over to Amazon. And if you click on a lot of the books that you see behind me or any of my later ones that I published through Out of This World Publishing, you'll see Cassandra's little link there and you can click on it, check out her Amazon author page. Yes. And a lot of the, the nice thing about Kindle and Amazon and everything is that they'll link the written book to the audio book. And a lot of times you get it for a great deal. Um, and also they have a thing called Whisper Sync. And I'm not sure, I'll have to go back and look and see if, if your books have the Whisper Sync option. But what that is, is um, it will allow you to, if you wanna read some of it, and then maybe you you need to go somewhere and you're you're really into this book and you don't want to quit, you can actually switch it over to audio where you left off reading. And then you can turn it back into read, actually reading the book. So that's a really kind of cool option. I think that that is dependent on how well we're matching the text with the spoken word. And so we've been really good, you and I have, about doing that. So I don't know if we're set up for Whisper Sync, but I think it should be possible, so. Yeah, I think, I think you know, We'll have to check that out and see because I, I'm, you know, I try very hard to stay exactly with the script, you know, unless there's just a, a an error somewhere or something. But, you know, you you don't have to be every single word. It can there's a certain percentage. Like you can get, you know, you can make a three percent of the book is, you know, not exactly matching, and it'll still sync like that. But it's just a neat option, and. You know, I just, like I said, I, I had no idea that audiobooks were so popular until I got into this, but they really are. And there's a lot of people out there that that would really love to listen to it rather than pick up a book and read it. I think our eyes are screen weary. And so it also just gives the eyes a break, which is refreshing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, but it's been great. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a joy. <laughs> But I wanted all of you out there to meet Cassandra. And also, let me remind you, um, we also work, like if there's an insert on symbols, images or something in a book, I have to get a hold of Audible and manually have them insert that. So if you do order a book and you're saying, wait a minute, there's a visual here I need, you can always reach out to me and I will get it to you. Just know that they are slowly but surely putting different inserts into some of my books because sometimes there are real actual things you need to look at with some of the things that I'm talking about in my books. So feel free to reach out though if you have questions on that or get the Kindle book too. Hey, why not? Yeah, just get both. It's right there. You can get both of them. <laughs> a lot of times, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, you're right. Um, a lot of the symbols that are in your healing books, they, you know, especially like your stars book that I just did. Yes. Um, you, you know, you have the symbols drawn out and um, in that particular one, it's hard to envision what you're describing unless you can see what you've put on paper for someone. So um, some of the other ones where you envision the numbers, things like that, you know, it might be a little easier, but that particular one, and there's a few others that I think, um, 
even the odd people who are listening to the audiobook would like to go back and reference what the symbol actually looks like. Absolutely. And I want you to have those friends. So if, if you don't have it, uh, reach out to me, but know that we're working on it. I've actually suggested to that the Audible team that if they could just give me a place where I could just upload it when I'm right in the middle of doing everything, that would make it easier. But right now it has to be manually done. So we're yeah. working on change for the better. Yeah. So yeah. we'll yes. see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, your gem and mineral ones too are good ones to have pictures of. You know, some of the stories that you've told in some of those books, you know, it's 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 pretty awesome to be able to look and see a picture of the actual gem or the actual mineral that you were, that you're referencing. So that's Definitely. pretty cool. And, and a lot of my books that I've written on gems, they do have the color photos in them. Mm -hmm. Some of the ones that I've written for other publishers don't necessarily, but um, I do them, I put the pictures in there. So again, yeah. we will put inserts. <laughs> what they look like so yeah Casey it has been a complete joy to see you face to face at long last oh. I am looking forward to a very long and exciting friendship me too me too thank you so much for having me on thanks for being on the show yeah. all right friends we did it it's been another episode of healing arts be sure to check casey's blog and her website and check out our audiobooks we would love it if you would have a great day until next time namaste we'll be right back Healing Arts is sponsored in part by PastLifeLady.com, my official website where you can find information about past life regression, my books, energy healing methods, gems, stones, and minerals, and more. Visit PastLifeLady.com for more details and through the generous donations from supporters like you. Click on the links to discover how you can support the Healing Arts program. And thank you in advance. Namaste. Welcome back to Healing Arts. I'm Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. So you may have noticed that I didn't actually release this episode on Sunday. And to be honest, I don't actually have any good excuses. <laughs> I mean, I could blame daylight savings. Um, I could blame a little jet lag or whatever, but I just do the best I can, my friend. And that's really all that any of us can do. So I hope you enjoyed my interview with Casey Arnold. Um, and I, speaking of enjoyed... I talked a lot about joy at the beginning of the show, so I just challenge all of us this week to find some joy in our lives. Doing what? I don't know. It's whatever makes you happy. Is it drinking a nice latte at your favorite coffee shop? Is it a nice piece of chocolate? Or is that just me? I don't know. <laughs> but whatever it is, just please try to find some joy. There's a lot of problems in this world. We all know that. But there's still little moments where we can get away 
and find some peace and happiness in our lives. And like I experienced when I went to Boulder, I mean, it was just so profound to realize all of the things that we're actually taking for granted is kind of amazing. And I think that's one of the real gifts that we're getting from the lockdown is that when we come back to each other and we start to get together again, you start to realize, my God, you're just happy to see people. You know, you're just happy to have a conversation with somebody or just have a beautiful meal somewhere. I mean, it just makes the little things seem all the more important. And then you start to realize that a lot of the stuff that we were worried about or we were upset about this, we were complaining about that. I'm talking about myself, of course, not you, obviously, but you know, a lot of that stuff that we were all wound up about back in the old days, they just really don't matter because the only thing that actually matters is each other, you know, our friendships, our families, the community, etc. And I think as we start to recognize the connection that we have and how much we've missed each other, then hopefully we can come back together and really move forward as one people, as a collective loving society. And so that's what I'm looking forward to. And I think it definitely does begin by just, you know, just pausing, just doing something every day, even if it's just for five minutes, something every day that we enjoy that brings us peace and happiness or just puts a smile on our face or a laugh. One of the things (laughs) that I've been laughing at, I don't know if you saw, um, this was about now probably three or four weeks ago, but there was a lawyer in Texas who accidentally had a kitten filter on while he was going to trial. (laughs) So he went to a court hearing as a kitten. I'm sure you've seen this. And if you haven't seen it, you need to email me immediately so that I can send you the link. I still, I hate to admit it. It's not like I don't have anything important to do, but I watch that video every single day because it is just so dang funny. I love it. And the guy was so sweet. They, you know, the the judge, I guess, sent it out to the media to kind of as a cautionary tale about hey, make sure your Zoom account is set up properly so that you don't show up to court looking like a little fuzzy kitten. (laughs) Oh, I just laugh even when I think about it. But anyway, so the media started picking it up and the thing went viral. And so this poor man, he was getting called from like the Guardian and, you know, people in the UK and all over the world to the Today Show. He was on the Today Show and it was just so funny to think that you're finally going to get your 15 minutes of fame and and what you're going to be known for is being a kitten. (laughs) But anyway, that just, like I said, it just makes me laugh. And it's just so hard sometimes to have a real laugh, you know, a real one that comes from a genuine place. And so maybe it's not kitten filter that's going to do that for you, but find something that makes you laugh, find something that makes you happy. I don't know what it is, but there's got to be something, you know what I mean? Even in in the toughest times. So I hope um, that our little get togethers are bringing joy. I'm digging deep for some interesting new guests for you. I think that you will find at least fascinating, if not entertaining. But meanwhile, I hope you have a blessed week and I'm just so thankful for you and our friendship. And I just can't wait until we meet again. 
on the next episode of Healing Arts. Hey friends, I want you to check out my Past Life Lady YouTube channel that has tons of free videos that teach you how to do all kinds of things from energy healing, gem and mineral healing. I've got guided imagery up there for you. So check it out. Just go over to YouTube and type the words Past Life Lady in the search bar and hit subscribe. And I'll look forward to welcoming you over to my channel today. Thank you.